Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Matt. I'm Jimmy. And we are two average guys coming at you to talk about uh, week. Uh, oh, what was that? Week week nine? Yeah, week nine uh, in college football. Yeah. So um, I don't know. Uh, Huskers played uh, Bethune Cookman yesterday. Um, Which uh, before the season, if you ask most Husker fans if they knew who Bethune Cookman was, they probably would say no. Where are they from? Uh, Daytona, Florida. Oh, Florida. <laughs> uh, Which so, is how there was a connection with some of the coaching staff yeah. in Nebraska with, with Tim Cookman. Yeah, so, so I think, uh, I mean, we're not going to spend a ton of time, to be honest, on the on the Husker game yesterday. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where um, offensively, uh, we did what we had to do in that first half to win the game. Right. Um, it's not something that should have been really a surprise to anybody that we scored 38 in the first half. Um, really, it was one of those things Unless where... Unless we should have scored more than that. Well, you know, if, and if you watched uh, Corner of Nation yesterday, anyone following the comments when I was posting scores, um, there was a couple of people that thought that we still looked uh, crappy and that we need to do better and we're still making mistakes. And, you know, one thing I got to say about that is, you know, that's the kind of fan that the Huskers don't want. Because if you expect perfection every single game, for one, we haven't been perfect yet. Right. We have yet to have a perfect game. Um, two, even the teams that other teams that play FCS teams, they're still giving up twenty three points. I mean, uh, it, it happens Miss, every year. Ole Miss almost or struggled with somebody earlier yeah. this year. Um, Bama. I mean, they, Old Dominion beat Virginia Tech. Yeah, Alabama. They usually give up twenty points to the Citadel. So I mean, yeah, they may <laughs> score sixty three to seventy. Which, but guess what? They're playing their starters the entire game. I mean, they, they play him at least through the third quarter, and we didn't. And I think that was a smart thing to well, do. At first, I really wanted to put up 60-plus points so did I. Um, because we could have. I mean, there's no doubt we definitely could have. But, I mean, what? let's get some guys some chances to play that haven't. And I thought that was a smart thing to do. I think we did the right thing by pulling all of our starters. We don't want them to get hurt before going to Ohio State next week. Right, and here's the thing. I was, yeah, I was getting a little frustrated because it was, I mean, we, we should have scored right at the end of the ha- first half. It should have been 42-3, whatever. We get a field goal instead. Um, and then they, they pulled the starters. And I texted you and I said, man, I don't know why we didn't just go with the second team, like quarterback and backs, receivers, keep the starting offensive line. There's a reason that these yeah. other guys aren't getting in the game yep. when we haven't been that great on the offensive line and they're still playing. Yeah. And then, you know, as you think about it, it's like whether we win this game by seven or we win by 60, it yeah. does not matter. No. So, yeah, we just we, don't, we, we didn't need these guys. Yeah, to and really our offense. I mean, we went down, and I thought our offense looked pretty good. Um, they yeah. they weren't doing anything fancy. Martinez never never ran the ball, um, and he definitely could have. There was there was a, at least a handful yeah. of times, like I said. But I'm glad he didn't. Yeah, because I mean, then he could have gotten hurt. Azigbo still still ran for over 100 yards, 11 carries. He averaged 10 yards a carry. Didn't need any more than that out mm-hmm. of him. Spielman um, gets a 77-yard punt return. Yeah. That took away one complete drive, which I think was good. Yeah. Mo, Mo Washington did well. Um, or not Mo Spielman. Yeah, Washington did too. too. Uh, Spielman Mor- did good. Morgan had two touchdowns. Morgan had a couple TDs, a couple good passes. The, guys did. The, the playmakers made plays yeah. early and often. And, and, then, and, and they didn't need to do anything fancy. I mean, like I said, it, I liked the first drive because what we did, which I think we should do moving forward in games, is those quick strikes left and right. I mean, we were successful. And some of those were quick slants. Some of those were quick outs. And it doesn't – even if they're only five yards, it's yeah. better than running the ball for a yard. Yeah, and so I, I want to see that moving forward in these other games that we've played to end the season because I do think those are successful. A lot of teams do it and succeed. So I hope those types of plays we see more of. I know it was nothing fancy. It wasn't anything we needed to come out and show a lot um, 
to, to really beef our score up or beef our team up. It was something where we need to just come out, we need to win the game, win easy, and then call it a day. And we did. 38-3 after the first yeah. half. I, I mean, and that was really that was really, no, that was really I mean, yeah, I mean, they backers, scored a touchdown on the last play of the game. Yeah, it's kind of bummed. I was hoping we wouldn't give up a touchdown, but yeah. But once again, it again, doesn't hurt us. It didn't matter. Yeah, it just it just didn't matter. So uh, once again, about, we're, we're two and six. Right. Well, and back to what I what I had said before when I was getting kind of frustrated. Then I kind of took a step back, and you know, this is supposed to be the bye week. They're supposed to be off. Yeah. They're supposed to be recovering, resting. You know what I mean? Frost gave them Monday off last week, which they don't normally do, yep. which I thought was a good idea. Yeah. I, they didn't have a crazy week of practice, I don't think, which is good. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. It was supposed to be our bye week. You're asking them, like, 12 weeks in a row, practice 13 weeks in a row mm-hmm. without a break. Yeah. So, um, you know, Zom, you, you mentioned it's one thing that, you know, we have a big drop-off between first and second string. Huge drop-off. To, to and to me, I think that's why we haven't seen a lot of these second-string guys yes. come in when our first string is struggling. Exactly. Especially on our offensive line, because you did see a big difference in in the speed, the strength, I mean, and talent. I I don't know that Noah Vedral is exactly where we would want him to be, but... Thank you. He was super nervous, too. He, he, I'm sure he was. He's got a lot of family, friends, you know, playing at Memorial Stadium for the first time. He did get a touchdown, which was which was good to see. But yeah, he wasn't very good. But he didn't have much time. Yeah, um, those those uh, offensive linemen that he had in front of him were were not great. But it is what it is. Yeah, there I, is a big drop off those on. I agree. Yeah, and I think I think that was I think a lot of people expected that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know I don't know how many people really thought uh, that it was going to be anything different. When they're that. playing 80, 84 snaps a game, the yeah. same. Five guys. Yeah. But I will say, um, some things that I did see that, that we haven't seen yet this year, some of the guys that came in, uh, Missouri, he ran great. He, he, played, uh, he, ran, he played good when he 11, came in against Michigan. Yeah, 11 yards of carry. So I'm excited to see what he has to bring coming forward. Um, we also had guys that haven't caught passes all year that got in the game for the first time. Miles Jones, Austin Allen, uh, Katarian Legron also had a catch. Um, Brandon Rymers had a couple nice catches. Um, and Jack Stoll, Stoll got in a couple catches as well. Um, on defense, we did see a few takeaways. I don't care who you're playing. You want to get takeaways no matter what. Um, we had the, the interception by Peyton Newell. Uh, I believe yeah, he's and a that, sophomore. And that, that was um... – is he a sophomore? I believe he's a sophomore junior. I don't think he's a senior, but either way, Maybe. we got the INT for him. Uh, Deontay Williams had a really nice interception in the end zone. And, and both those were in the red zone. Both that one was in the end zone. Yeah. That one was in the end zone. So. Um, and then JoJo Doman, I mean, I was impressed with was him. There... A lot of people were really excited about him to play. I think he's played a little bit, hasn't he? No, I think it's his first time playing. Huh. If he's played, we I he's think I played just, a couple times. I just hear his name a lot. Uh, but that that uh, strip that he had, I mean, that's the kind of stuff we want from our defense. Our guys going in and punching out the football. And he did a perfect yeah, job. Well, it, it was, was awesome. It was funny too because the terrible announcers they had on Big Ten. Oh my sorry. god! Um, they're kind of saying, "Oh, this backup quarterback, he can't throw," and all this. He was throwing some pretty decent yeah. balls on those screens. He was zipping them in there. Yeah. And on that one, he zipped one in there, and I was like, "Man, that was a you know they're gonna get another ten yeah. yards." Doman came in, and stripped it. Yeah, those guys are uh, the guys announcing the game, or the the guy and the gal announcing the game. They were. Probably two of the worst Big Ten. It might have been their first game announcing because it was bad. Well, uh, they didn't know any of the guys' names. They didn't know how to pronounce the names. I mean, that's 
you gotta get yourself familiar. If you're gonna be on live TV, you I mean, better know a little bit. They should have thrown us on. It. Yeah, I mean, we could have done a great job. <laughs> uh, but I mean, like I said, it's, it's Nebraska win. We expected the win. We expected uh, scoring out of uh, our offense, and we expected our defense to do what they did. And I think that's that's something to be happy about because we didn't want a close game. We didn't want right. our defense to struggle. Yeah. We want to come out, play the game like we would against anybody else. Well, and. Uh, Miles Jones, yeah, he had a rush mm-hmm. and a and a reception. Um, yep. Looked really fast. Yeah, and I know that's what they've said. Uh, on his first rushing attempt, it was like an end around. Didn't think he looked that fast. Yep, as fast as I've been hearing. But then he caught a screen and ran up the sideline. He looked real quick. Very um, true. And and he's gonna redshirt because he's not gonna play four yep. games. So that's that's a good thing. We'll have him for for years to come. Hopefully, he can get a little bit more developed. Maybe a little bit bigger. Yeah. Um, what do we got? <laughs> <laughs> Glenn said Nebraska was not good on third down today. You know, I really just I wasn't concerned about that at all. I mean, it really wasn't. We well, we didn't have a ton of punts. Uh, he had a seventy. Armstrong had a seventy-three yard punt. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, I wasn't concerned about any of that, and our coaches weren't either. We weren't we weren't trying to go the extra mile. Um, but yes, we have one, been bad on third down one, all year. One we thing that, yeah, one thing that was a little concerning was you know we pull the first team offense and put in the, the second team. A lot of the guys on first team defense, at least, came out to start the second. They stayed half. in for like three, three snaps or a yeah. couple possessions. Um, I mean, it wasn't a ton. The, the thing about it is they, they're rotating so many guys in all the time yeah. that you, you're seeing numbers that you that you normally see. Yeah. Even like oh, I'd, you know, but uh, even that first, I mean, they they were able to move the ball. Yeah. We got fortunate that we got a few turnovers, but yeah. defense needs to get a little better. Yeah. We all and, know and that. we all and that's that's definitely gonna be the weak spot moving forward. And and we all like you said we all expected that. Shoot, I thought that that team would put up. You said twenty. I, I thought they might put up some points. Yeah, but I also thought we put up sixty three. <laughs> but and we, we could have. But we didn't. Um, but anyway, so I mean that's that's really all we're gonna cover with Nebraska. Like I said, it wasn't it wasn't anything flashy that we needed to do. We did what we had to do to win the game. We, yeah, we looked good doing it. Uh, I mean, but you know, against the lesser. You guys have opponent. any other questions or anything? Yeah, shoot them our way. But let's talk oh, about. Uh, I know. I got it. I got okay, it. I got okay. it. That's um, the first thing we're gonna talk. I about. I was gonna talk about our ticket giveaway. So uh, we'll pin this to the top of our page. But um, for those of you following right now. We're going to put it on the podcast as well to remind everybody, and we'll post it up again throughout the week. But we do have a ticket ticket giveaway for the Iowa-Nebraska game. This is at Kinnick Stadium in Iowa City um, the day after Thanksgiving. I think it's like the 24th, o'clock. is it? Something like 25th? that. 25th? I think it's the 25th. 11 o'clock. Um, it's 11 o'clock game at Kinnick. So uh, we do have a ticket giveaway. We have a couple tickets. Uh, but here's what you got to do to not only qualify but potentially win those tickets. Um, first thing, here's some of the rules. You have to like the page. You have to share the post, and you have to tag the person that you would want to go with. So those are the three rules that you have to do. And if the person does not have a Facebook, I guess you can just put their name in. Yeah, put their type their name in. Um, so, but what you have to do in order to win is you have to predict, predict the score of the Nebraska Ohio State game. Um, now, a lot of people make sure you have to pick the Huskers. Uh, we're not making you do that. If you no. think Ohio State's going to win, put the score you think is going to win there. Um, and then the tiebreaker is. Huskers offensive yards. How many offensive yards are the Huskers going to get against Ohio State? Um, so right now, uh, we'll talk a little bit about that game. But ticket giveaway: Iowa at Nebraska in Iowa City, Kinnick Stadium. At Iowa. Did I just say I say the other way around. Yeah, he said. Damn that. it, Nebraska at Iowa, Kinnick Stadium, day after Thanksgiving. Um, predict the score of the Nebraska Ohio State game coming up. 
How many Husker, how many offensive yards are the Huskers going to get? That's your tiebreaker. And then you have to like our page, share the post, and then tag the person you would go with. So uh, we'll remind you throughout the week. Um, and then after the Ohio State game, we'll make sure we announce the winner. So let's talk real quick about next week coming up. Okay. Um, Ohio State opened up today as a 22.5-point favorite, um, which okay. I don't know why anyone would expect anything different. Agreed. Here's how I see – here's the biggest thing – that is going to make a difference in the game for Nebraska if we want to win the game. I'm not worried about offense, defense. And once again, that's, that's our soft spot throughout the entire year. Defense has to help us win that game. We need some turnovers. We need to f- get some pressure on Haskins. Yeah. Um, and we need to stop the run. Which I think we can stop the run. I mean, they, uh, well, they haven't been that good. Yeah, but we've also struggled. We struggled with Michigan. We struggled with yeah, we right. struggled with every team on the run game for the most part. So I, I say that's they still have J.K. Dobbins and Weber in their backfield. They can run the ball. Haskins is not a dual, a dual threat quarterback like Ohio no. State usually has. So he threw. And that's what's killed us the last few years. He threw it over seventy times against Purdue. So I, if they do that, holy cow! Our corners and safeties and our linebackers on in coverage. They're going to have to be stellar, but I don't see yeah. them throwing the ball that much. So our defense is going to be the difference maker. Okay. Offensively, they have their corners are suspect. They've been beat a lot this year. And if we can run the ball successfully, um, Purdue put up over 300 yards rushing on the ground. If we can do that, but I mean, we Martinez, have guys. Between Martinez, Martinez and, Zimbo and, Zimbo and, Zimbo and I mean, yeah. I feel confident in our offense to play well in that game because their defense, they don't have Bosa anymore this year. He was the cornerstone for that defense. Um, their defensive ends, their linebacker, and their linemen, probably one of the worst defenses they've had without Bosa there. Um, so their offensive line is also not that great. So I think we have some opportunities to expose them, but we have to do a great job of watching the film and knowing where their weaknesses are. Watch that Purdue game. Well, and – they started out looking really good this year. Um, I thought that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they go and win that TCU game, uh, which TCU lost to Kansas yesterday. So yeah. um, obviously that wasn't. And then they, they come back and beat Penn State by a point. Yep. Um, which Penn State is a little down this year, in my opinion. Yep. Um, and then they struggled with Indiana. They struggled with Minnesota. So uh, And then obviously they got blown out by Purdue. Yeah. So. Um, if we play a sound game, you know, keep keep the turnovers down. Here's here's no, the thing: no fumbled snaps, no th- yeah. you know, can't be throwing a bunch of interceptions. The one thing that scares me is they gotta be pissed, and that's what I was just gonna say. Not only are they mad, they also had a bye week. They had a bye week, but they also have they have to win this game. They have to win out. Yeah, they can't lose. If they want a chance at the, the playoff, thing. they can't they, lose. They lost by twenty nine points, but. With 11 teams in the top 25 losing this week, it's, you know, kind of rocked the whole. And we'll see come Tuesday, the first playoff rankings, you know, where, where they think Ohio State might be sitting around. Yep. But um, that that's given them more of an, more of an opportunity now. Yeah. So And so that's they're going to come out mad because they lost for one. They're going to come out. They want that championship. They want to yeah. at least have an opportunity to know that it's, you know, as long as they take care of business, then they get yep. to that Michigan and, game. And what kept them out last year? They, they lost they to Iowa lost by 31 Iowa, points. They, yeah. So I think it's going to be one of those games where we have to play sound defense, which we haven't done yet. Um, we have to we have to do better on the defensive side. Offensive, like I said, I'm not too worried about it. Now we are going to the shoe. 
Um, we have yeah, we have Martinez. We don't, play, we don't play very well. Yeah, and Martinez, you know, another game on the road, tough, just like Michigan. So let's see how he does in that that type of atmosphere. Yeah, I'm sure that they're probably going to dial up a bunch of pressure against Martinez. They're going to see what you know, watch that film of Michigan and yep. see see what Michigan did. Yeah. Because so, we were not able to. Yeah. To so do Zom, you know, after a bye week, Urban is thirty-two and two. So yeah, exactly. That scares us because yeah. they, they have a lot of time to prepare, watch film on us. Um, yeah, I mean, they're going to be at the same time. Their number one goal is going to be stopping our run game. Yeah, I mean, shutting down Martinez. Yeah, I will say, I so I don't see a snowball coming. I think we can, John. I think we can avoid the snowball. Absolutely. Um, one thing I I think. Um, it's not going to be a 56-6 to game like it was Michigan. I think we keep it closer if we lose. I think we keep it closer more like the Wisconsin game rather right. than getting beat by 50. I don't yeah. think – Ohio State's not going to blow too many teams out this year, including Nebraska. So um, I think we are, I think we're going to prepare better. I think we have a better offensive team this year um, than we did the last couple times we played them. Yeah. Uh, we have more and, weapons. But, I mean, last year, obviously. The year before, Tommy Armstrong went down early. And yep. you know, yeah, we we didn't have much behind him. So, um, yeah. So I think if we can start, if we can start the way we have a few of these games, you know, yeah. Purdue we scored right away, Minnesota we scored right away. Um, yep. Obviously against Bethune Cookman we scored right away. But yep. if we can, yeah, and you know, we look good on those first drives. Yep. Still, if we get that momentum early, like uh, like we just said, momentum, get that momentum early, score on our first drive. Um, Score on a second drive. I mean, we, we can't get caught behind them. I think if we get behind too far, it's going to be tough to come back. We have to stay within within a 10-point range right, to have a chance. We might be able to score, but they're going to continue to they, score. They, they can. If they get up by too much. They have what it takes to continue to score. So yeah. um, I'm looking forward to it. I really am, um, unlike most years. But, um, and it's an 11 o'clock game. We haven't played Ohio State. An eleven o'clock game ever, so we always um, play them in the night games. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to the game. I think we have a shot to, if not win, at least contend with them, and that hopefully will gain the respect. Well, and also and, and and also the confidence for a lot of these young kids going forward. You know, yeah. and in our first year, you know, we struggled, but yep. we kept it close with with Wisconsin. We kept it close with Ohio yeah. State. Well, and and even. Even even with the win against Bethune Cookman, it's still we got two wins in a row. We still build we'll build confidence. Right. We still look good in that first half. I don't care who you're playing. Like you mentioned, Old Dominion, they had a big win this year. You just never know who's going to win, who's going to come out playing. You're still playing a college football team. They still have guys that have talent. That you're not playing a talentless right. you know team that's never played a game. You're playing a college football team. These guys don't get recruited to the big schools. They probably have some good playmakers. So yeah, you're not going to be perfect. They're going to get yards on you. Um, and you can't expect to be flawless. And so I think it was still a confidence builder to come out, play really well in that first half for all of our starters because they're going to be in the game next next week. And I think that builds confidence going to Ohio State. Yeah, and again, like we said, they, they were holding the reins back on, on Martinez. Oh, yeah. So I thought he didn't have a great game necessarily, Yeah. but it didn't matter. They told him. This is what we he want was, you to do, and he did yeah. what they told him. He was fifteen to twenty-two, two right. TDs and two hundred thirteen yards. So he, he threw an interception, but yeah, that, yeah, that was just a yeah, it was a poor, it is really poor is. decision. Uh, one quick thing, um, actually a couple of quick things. Dalton posted the link for the contest. Yep, and we'll we'll pin it, what we'll do is we'll pin it to the top of the page, so it's the first thing that you guys easy. see and make it easy. easy. Um, share with your friends, your family. Uh, we'll have it out there on Twitter as well after the show's over here. We'll throw it up there for you guys, um, and we can get some Twitter uh, action as well and go from um, there. The one other thing I thought was funny was, uh, well, a couple things. Sorry, didn't mean to 
bring it back to a whole bunch of different things. But the coach buying a runs on the sideline was hilarious. Yep. And their kicker, their kicker. was 5'4", 210. That's the big boy. But and, uh, my wife was telling me there's there's an article that he, he, he grew up. I don't know. He must have grown up in you know not not a very well off family. That was the farthest that anyone in his family had mm-hmm. ever got, had ever traveled wow, nice. or anything. And some fans were kind of heckling him, and he just joins in. Oh yeah. And he said that you know the uh, it, the atmosphere was really was really yeah. cool, and the fans were fun, and yeah. people were you know. He, when he had that kick down to like the one yard line, him coming off the field like <laughs> yeah. he was so excited. It's thirty eight to three, and he was no, it right. was cool. Um, Coach had nothing but good things yeah, to say about us. Yeah, it's cool and, when uh, you know a lot of players like that. They, they they probably don't you know they don't get to play in a place like that. No, when you, a, a one in six team that's playing an FCS team yeah. that has 88,000 people at the game. Yeah, we'll, we'll so, John, we'll get to commits here in a second. That actually yes, is uh, next yes. on our on our list to talk about. Um, Sorry, but yeah, no, you're fine. So yeah, I mean that's that's not the first time we've heard good things from another team, another coach talking about our fans, talking about the players, the coaches, the atmosphere, the city, um, the trip to Lincoln, and that's one thing we want to keep going because everyone does say Nebraska's got the nicest fans in the world, right? And I, I wouldn't disagree. People get pissed, they get upset. The the good fans that are at the game that truly love the game for what it is they're the ones that you want to be around because they're even if we lose husker fans still enjoy their time so yeah um okay so let's talk a little bit about um commits we'll come back to what what else happened in the big 10 let's talk about commits so uh we know did you write the commit that we had this week yes okay sorry um, so Darian Chase, wide receiver, yes. uh, committed. He's out of Washington. Um, so Darian Chase, we got him. Um, that's a big pickup for us. Now we do have a lot of guys in the wide receiver core, but you need you need those guys. We, um, uh, correct, but we also had um, Tyjon Lindsay who left the program. Yep. That's one receiver we're down. I can't remember his name, but there was a receiver that was in our 2018 uh, class yeah, that, that left. Um, did not become academically eligible mm-hmm. so he, he never even came yep. on the campus I, I don't remember his name but uh but they're, you know, they're going, yeah and good they're, pickup. They're, they're going after they, they said we might need three or four well we got to build that so yeah at all, at all at all locations no matter what position so we had darren chase he committed this past week uh what we have coming up so wandell robinson um Keyshawn johnson jr i don't think he's co- oh yeah that's who it was that's uh he well, he, he was he was an academic he was smoking too much weed in process that, but, i mean that was another i mean that yeah was he another was guy another guy too. i don't um, think he was that good but yeah but wanda robinson he's a running back wide receiver he's kind of one of those athletes all-purpose backs um out of kentucky um he's a really good fit for the spread offense for nebraska um everything i'm hearing is he's a good fit for the spread offense um he has his commit coming up on thursday november 1st okay. uh, it was either 2 30 or 6 30 i can't remember um right now the the crystal ball prediction around him is nebraska um, what else is it's either what else is it him is it's right now they're saying ohio state might sweep in too because ohio state's one of the choices uh but when you look at his his ability to play uh early and often they think nebraska is still that that crystal ball prediction for okay. him uh but um, they're saying Nebraska most likely, but Ohio State. 
depending on what happens the rest of the season or and not the rest of the season i guess he's got less than a week to commit so uh but ohio state could be a contender in that okay but right now they're still saying nebraska's uh probably got the higher yeah percentage. i've heard his name i mean i've heard his name a lot so. last i saw uh javin wright um he's a cornerback out of arizona we don't get too many guys committing out of arizona so um i think that's exciting to see a guy from uh from arizona looking at nebraska right now he's also they're saying nebraska or ucla um, is it juco or not no okay no, nope, Javon Wright's not a JUCO. His dad was a Husker, though, Toby Wright. Okay, that's good. Um, so he was a Husker. He makes his decision on the 31st, so on Halloween. Um, so look out on Wednesday and Thursday. We could have a couple announcements uh, coming up. So, yeah, Toby's son. Um, so Nebraska, UCLA. Right now, once again, the crystal ball prediction on him is Nebraska heavily. Uh, I think about 65% chance of him choosing Nebraska good. over UCLA. Um, also a good thing. Um, I believe Washington's in the mix there with him as well. Um, so couple good commits potentially this week. Um, another guy that we have is Bryce Benhart. Yeah. Offensive tackle out of Minnesota. Yeah. The dude's a beast. He's 6'8", 305. Um, he's actually made two visits to Nebraska, one um, unofficial, uh, but he's been in Nebraska twice now. He's out of Minnesota. I heard his name a lot this week. Um, right now, his choices, Nebraska or Wisconsin. Um, but they are saying Nebraska's in the driver's seat for Bryce. They're saying, and especially he's made a couple visits, they're thinking he's in the driver's seat. They don't have a uh, timeline on his commitment, uh, but they could. They do see that commitment coming fairly soon. Uh, so once again, another guy, offensive tackle, um, be a really good guy to have on our line. He's got speed, he's got size, he's got strength. Everything I've heard about him is very good. So yeah. I do some, think we Rice, need some depth, some depth mm-hmm. at the offensive line. Um, then we got uh, Tavian Mayo. Now he's a cornerback out of Georgia. Nope. Once again, another place uh, that we haven't been able to get commits from in a long time. That we're getting into now. And and that's the thing that Frost is. A lot of people are like, can't work, where is he going to be able to commit? If he can get guys down, and we've talked about it, down in Georgia, down in Bama, down in Texas, down in Arizona. So those guys that have all those year-round workouts, they get the opportunity to play a little bit more. Um, and they just breed different down there. <laughs> yeah, it's um, So Tavian Mayo, um, the thought on him is – if Javin Wright commits to Nebraska, then he's going to probably go to UCLA. If it's the other way around, he's they think he's going to be a lock for Nebraska. Um, so right now, or not, he's going to go to UCLA. But if Javin Wright goes to UCLA, we're a lock for Tavian Mayo in the very near future. They think he's going to make that commitment. Once he knows what Javin's going to do, he might make his commitment shortly after. So, so what if he does? What if Javin commits to Nebraska? Um, don't know. I don't know what uh, Tavian's other choices are, but okay. I still think Nebraska is still going to be a top choice for him. So, but they think we have a really good shot at getting him as well. Which one do we want more? I don't know. <laughs> I, I think they'll both be fine. They're both cornerbacks. We need corners, so yeah. maybe we'll get lucky and get both of them. That'd be great. Which maybe if J- if Javin comes to Nebraska, um, Tavian comes to Nebraska too, and we get two two uh, corners out of it. Um, talk about Jerry, Darren Chase. A couple of JUCOs that we've been looking at. We have a safety. Um, yeah. What is it? I can't read my own handwriting. Um, Marquis Oh, Marquise Bell. Um, yep. He's going to visit at the Michigan State game out of Coffeyville Community College. Um, so another another D-back. We need some D-back safeties, corners. Um, so we got him and then another Juco corner, Drew Mathis. Uh, we've offered him. We offered him last week on Wednesday. Um, so we're, that's good. we're going after Juco's. We've talked about that that's before. Um, that's a good place to go. Especially when, you know, Go JUCO on the on the positions what you really need. Yeah, guys that have the experience and they're good and yep. good guys. One thing they did say about um, uh, Drew Mathis is he's playing on a team that is terrible. 
but he's kind of that diamond in the rough that he's not getting a ton of offers because the team he plays on, so they're not getting a lot of looks for that team. But I don't know who found him, but they said he's one of those diamonds in the rough that he's having a hell of a good year, and he'd be a really good team, really good guy to to go to any team at the college football level. So, um, yeah, so we got a lot of commits out there. We got a lot of opportunity. Um, So keep your eyes out. Appeal definitely Wednesday, Thursday with those two commits with Javin and um, and then it was Tavian. Uh, Or not Tavian, sorry, Javin and Wandell. Wandell. Wandell Robinson. So keep your eyes out. Follow us on follow two average guys on Twitter or follow Cornish Nation. We'll make sure we get the the commits out there once we hear of them on on Wednesday. Yeah, I was I was watching all day. Um, what was that Thursday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was really excited. Um, I I assumed that he was going to commit to Nebraska yeah. because he had five teams. Yep, and then visited for the Minnesota game, and then on Tuesday came out that it was just two teams, and Nebraska and Boise State. Yep. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think I think we got a good a good 2019 class coming in. Still got to work on the line, offense, defensive line, defensive backs. I think those are our biggest spots that we need to get that depth built in. That uh, JUCOs for the line. Uh, I think JUCO for the linemen is going to be huge. Um, but we got a good 2019 class built so far. I think we're going to end up right. We could end up in the top 20, especially if we land a couple of those guys this week. Uh, two, three more guys, uh, big weapons. I think we could end up in the yeah, top 20. I think we need to have um, a pretty, pretty big and decent class yep. to uh, really progress. Yeah. Especially offense and defensive line. So absolutely. So, um, so yeah, good news on the, on the recruiting front. Um, so, what uh what happened in the rest of the Big Ten? So Minnesota, um, they beat Indiana, but they almost blew that game as well. <laughs> um, they're up two scores. Uh, Indiana comes back and ended up tying at thirty-one thirty-one, and Minnesota won in thirty-eight thirty-one. So um, it, it's inc- I know Minnesota's one four in the Big Ten, uh, but at the same time, it's, it's still encouraging that you know when we actually did play our best, mm-hmm. we were able to essentially blow them out yeah and they're playing tight with ohio state they're playing tight with you know some of these other big 10 teams so that's um it is encouraging that's that's good to see um number 17 penn state beat number 18 iowa was the rankings yesterday uh when the game went down so that game uh, ended up being a really interesting fourth quarter you had a couple turnovers by both teams you had two safeties for iowa both of them were uh one ball slipped through the punter's hands the other one was flew over his head in the end zone so two safeties for iowa uh really the biggest story of that game was um stanley 18 of 49 18 of 49. Two interceptions, 205 yards, and no TD. So, I mean, Stanley, I, I don't know if he was hurt. I don't know what happened in that game. They said, so I watched, Man, I watched the second half. But, um, yeah, especially like this week, I heard some, you know, sports writers yeah. and different things that are just like, I got a man crush on Nate Stanley. And, I mean, He's if you're a, a fan, year. then yes. I, I mean, I'm sure. He's had a hell of a like, year. We've got a man crush on Adrian Martinez. Same Mine's thing. on Frost, but. Yeah. Oh, that too. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, he struggled, and he, I don't know if he was, I know at one point he, his offensive lineman hit his helmet as he threw, oh. and hit his hand, oh. I, I don't know if he already had an issue before that, because he was throwing ducks, and he's got no fan, wide open, short arms it, I mean, yeah. I, I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, something was going on, because that's, he hasn't put up numbers like that all year. I know it was kind of raining, that maybe that was playing a factor for him. I, I don't That's, know. Those are still pretty bad for even a game in the rain. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so that uh, Penn State ended up winning that game. I did call that, by the way. Uh, and you didn't think you thought I was wrong. <laughs> you called what? <laughs> Last week, Penn State beat Iowa. You're like, really? You think? Oh no. Yeah, I that thought, happened. I, I thought <laughs> Iowa was going to win, and honestly, um, they should have. Yeah, yeah. But Penn, like I said, Penn State probably could have put it away too. But that fourth Penn quarter State was pretty wild. Could have put it away once they did 
didn't. Iowa it was wild. should have. But. Uh, Wisconsin loses Northwestern. So I just don't know what to expect from Northwestern. I really don't. Um, you know, John, you mentioned Northwestern, Iowa, and Wisconsin could end up in a three-way tie. It's very possible. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the, the Big Ten West. And uh, what I do know is Big Ten West doesn't have a chance to go to the playoff. If no. they end up beating the And East. I don't know that Purdue's even that far <laughs> off no, there either. I don't so think they are. Depending on what the matchups are from here on out, that might not be able to be a four-way tie. But yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're right yeah. there, too. No, no so. one wants to win it. That's right. We're, we are beating I each guess. other up. I mean, we do, but yeah. we're too far out. We, we, well, we have to win out in order to have a shot. <laughs> um, Michigan State beat Purdue. Um, once again, I mean, Purdue I comes out. I don't know if they just if it was one of those things they were kind of on a high and whew, it was yeah, just a it's tough easy game, to but. say oh after Purdue beats Ohio State you know they should beat Michigan State yeah they probably should but they beat they beat Ohio State at home yep in a night game with all kinds of yeah electricity so going. I don't know I don't know if it was a hangover but I do what I gotta say about Michigan State is you don't know who you're gonna run into week to week no uh, you have no idea so um, Purdue and Nebraska can play a spoiler we really can yeah. um, Michigan State I just. Who the hell are they? I mean, they have uh, zero we'll identity. See, we'll see in a couple weeks when they come when they come to Lincoln. I mean, that's another game. It's a toss-up. Like, yeah, Nebraska probably should win that game, but it depends yeah. on which Michigan State before shows you, up. Yeah, before you go into that game, you're <laughs> before that Nebraska-Michigan State game, especially to see what happens through these next couple weeks. Yeah. But it's kind of a matter of what I mean. Nebraska's better than two and six record. Yeah. Michigan State, you never know what's going to happen. So that game will be a complete toss-up. Yeah. I'm sure Michigan State will be favored, but yeah. And and one, I I'm confident in saying that we'll, we're going to destroy Illinois. They Maryland put up 63 points on 63 to 33. Um, that's insane. And they scored 33 points. They're probably going to be able to score some points on us, but yeah. But 63 points, that's a lot. That is a lot. I wonder if they brought in backups. I didn't see any of that game, but I didn't see any um, either. The Michigan State game is not been announced yet not that i know of um i know that that would be sweet i my guess is it'll probably be a 230 um but i think it's gonna it might be like it could be like a fox like yeah six seven o'clock yeah game it could be i I would like to see a night game for that as well i do kind of want to get tickets to that so yeah but i haven't seen i haven't seen anything on it yet um so, so that's really it for the Big Ten. Uh, some things that uh, we did notice yesterday in the rest of the college football world is 11 top 25 teams lost. Right. Um, really, 16 through 25, essentially every team lost except for 17 and 23. Uh, 18, um, 17 and 18 played each other. Uh, so that's why a lot of new teams jumped in this week. Um, Ohio State moved up three in the AP, uh, even without having a bye week, but six and nine both lost. I mean, they jumped UCF. There's there's a lot of things going on. But right now, we do have the first playoff rankings coming up um, yeah, on we'll, Tuesday. We'll really see. I know every time they come out with the playoff rankings, it's like, okay, you know, we finally get Everyone kind of freaks we, out a little we, bit, We kind of get a picture of what they're thinking, you know. Mm-hmm. They could come out with freaking – LSU being ranked number three or something tomorrow. They always do something. Or, or I think it more it's likely. It's a television show. It's entertainment. They want people talking. More likely is Michigan's going to jump LSU and Michigan's going to be in the like four that. spot. But, That'd um, be my guess. Um, yeah, but right now, so, your, your top seven in the AP are Bama, Clemson, Notre Dame, LSU, Michigan, Georgia, and Oklahoma. Legitimately, who's going to get in? Uh, we talked about a little bit before the show. Um, Bama. 
I mean, they have a really good shot. LSU's got to beat them, or they Georgia has LSU to beat them. This week. Or Georgia has to beat them in the uh, championship game. Even, even then, they're probably in. They'd probably potentially. The, they'd probably be in the fourth spot. Uh, Clemson, um, they have a cakewalk uh, to make it to their not only a championship game, but <laughs> uh, they're probably gonna play Virginia or Virginia Tech, and they they're probably gonna wipe the surface with them. They destroyed Florida State. Um, yeah, it's the worst. Loss Notre, Notre Dame, uh, they Northwestern. That's a tricky game, and Syracuse. Two tricky games coming yeah, up. USC, is. I think, is going to be a cakewalk, but I do think Notre Dame, um, Northwestern, Syracuse. Playing those that. games are more intriguing now than they probably were before. Yeah, I mean, when you were looking down the line of their schedule, I mean, they had the Michigan right away. Yep. Um, they had at Virginia Tech, but Virginia Tech had lost Old Dominion by that point. Yep. Um, uh, maybe one other, but at the same time, you, you probably weren't thinking that much about Northwestern. Now it's at Northwestern, and Northwestern's been up and down. You right. just you don't know what you're going to get. So and that's then, a tricky game. Then that's this week, and then you turn around and uh, they got to go to Yankee Stadium and play Pinstripe, Syracuse. Yep, pinstripe game. That'll and be Syracuse is not so, a bad yeah. team. So I mean, those two games, USC, those, they should those, win. I mean, those two games right there, followed up by USC. I mean, yep. That's that's basically you, you you playing in the conference championship. And I and I think right now if they lose one of those games they don't get in. It's very possible. I, I think another one loss team is going to get in before Notre Dame. Um, if Notre Dame doesn't have a championship game, that's that's what's going to kill them. Um, but we'll see. Got to play it, it out. It, a few um, games left. At the same time, I also could see a two loss team getting in there somehow this year. If, if there's ever going to be a year, it's this year with how many. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to. I'm going to tell you right now. It's not going to happen because I don't think there's going to be a two loss team that has a shot. To be honest, I think there's going to be enough one loss teams to get in personally. But if the chance that there is a two loss team, yes, I do believe this is the year that it would happen. Um, LSU, they got Alabama next week, and then A and M's their other tough game. But I think they'll they'll win that easily. But. Um, Michigan's got Penn State and Ohio State left. Um, I think my, my guess we talked about. It, I think Northwestern's going to win the Big Ten West, but it's still really hard to say because you they're don't know five what... and one. Everybody else is three and two. They played one more conference yep. game than everybody else. Again, they they aren't playing a conference game this weekend. They're playing yep. another game. Um, so I I think I it's... think it will be them as well. I do. I, I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the next few weeks. Um, I think maybe after next weekend we'll have a better picture of who's going to win the Big West uh, with only a few big games left. Yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, that's just just a guess. I think Northwestern's kind of taking the driver's seat, and uh, I think they're going to hang on to it. I agree. Um, so, Michigan, I think Michigan's going to win the East. Um, I think they're going to play for the championship game. I think they're going to play Northwestern. I think they're going to win. I think they're getting the playoff. Um I don't think they're going to allow a two-loss SEC team if the other teams – if it's the SEC champ, Clemson, and Notre Dame, the Big Ten champ is in. Pac-12's out. Washington State's not going to make it. Even if they win and win the Pac-12, Washington State won't get put into the playoff. I don't think – it's not going to happen. Now, yeah, who was their loss to? I guess I can't remember at this point. I can't remember who they lost to. Um, it was it was early and they shouldn't have lost. Though. I, yeah, do, it, I do remember that. Oh, um, uh, USC. Because the guy had that targeting penalty they didn't call on the final drive. Um, anyways, so I don't think they're going to win. Um, Oklahoma, it, to me, is the other intriguing. Now, Georgia is the other team for the SEC that has a shot. Um, but to me, even more intriguing is, is Oklahoma, Oklahoma, West Virginia, Texas. Texas has two losses now. Um, so it's yeah, Oklahoma, that, West Virginia. I know conference, whatever, but they have two losses. They're not going to get in. Texas losing to Oak State last night was a pretty big blow to that. The, that to killed the them. I mean, they, yes and no, though, because so many other teams lost that yeah. it has opened reopened the door for Oklahoma now. Yeah, so 
Oklahoma, West Virginia, those guys play each other. Play each other. That's going to be their toughest game on the re- remainder of their schedule. Right. And then chances are Oklahoma and West Virginia are going to play each other in the championship game. And if that happens and they both have one loss, or they, they won't because someone's got to lose that game against each other. And then if that, whoever, let's say Oklahoma wins, beats West Virginia at last game of the year, and then they play them in the championship game and they beat them again, Oklahoma, I think, could squeeze in there. But it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the big in the Big Ten. Yeah, it really is. Um, so I think there's still a lot to know. Um, yeah, I mean, every, every, this happens every year. You know, you play the first eight. Get everybody plays their first eight games of the year, yep. and it's set in stone who's going to make it. Yeah. Right now, the only and shoe then, in is is Bama and Clemson. They're probably the only two yeah, shoe I mean, wins. Bama, Clemson, Notre Dame—the only undefeated teams, other than UCF, which is not going to be in. But if Bama wins this weekend, they're in, if you ask me. Would they beat LSU this weekend? Yeah, I mean, they could slip up against... So I, don't, I, don't, I mean, shoot, if they beat LSU this weekend, I mean, they could slip up against somebody and still win yeah. the SEC West. Yeah, I... Uh, so... Yeah, I. it'll be interesting. Um, still a few weeks left, so we'll see what happens in the playoff. Um, Lisa, you think Northwestern's going to beat Iowa, uh, play them tough? Um, I mean, we'll see. They're, they're both similar styles. And, and honestly... Well, no, I guess that can be the case. I was going to say, I mean, Iowa could beat Northwestern, and Northwestern could still win the Big Ten West. It's true. So, Especially when we go beat Iowa. Very true. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's look at Week 10 uh, games next week, and then we'll kind of end the show. Kind of a short one today. Yeah, that's um, fine. But feel free to keep asking questions. Uh, Nebraska at Ohio State, once again, 22.5-point favorite, favorite for Ohio State. Um, I, Whatever. You know, if we lose by 20, Let's, let's, if we lose, let's beat the spread. Yeah. <laughs> if, it stays at, if it stays at 22 and a half. Uh, Michigan State's Mar- at Maryland. Uh, once again, who's going to show up? Which Maryland team? Which Michigan State team? Don't know. Uh, <laughs> that, is, that actually is kind of interesting. I'll Minnesota, be, Illinois. I think Minnesota's going to win that game, but that could be kind of a bad game. You don't know which <laughs> Minnesota's team is going to show up, and Illinois hasn't showed up yet to a game, really. Um, Iowa at Purdue. I would could lose to Purdue uh, this upcoming yeah, weekend. I mean, just it's yeah. at Purdue as well. Yeah, I mean, so you know, it's it kind of sucks because you want like you want your conference to be good, you want your division in your conference to be mm-hmm. good, but when you're beating each other up, like yeah. everybody's beating everybody, you you usually like, well, you got a bunch of good coaches that are all in the same conference, and you're beating each yeah. other, you know. Okay, you, you I'm gonna care. beat you this week, but then they're gonna beat me yeah. this next week, and then you're gonna beat they're gonna beat you. Whatever you're you you, beat you care way more about the conference stuff than I do. I just want <laughs> I want teams that I don't like to lose. So <laughs> that's my biggest thing. But uh, but this year, I mean, I, I just don't know because everyone's they are just beating each other up. You just don't know where you're gonna get. Yeah. Um, then you got uh, Penn State at Michigan once again. Another intriguing game. Number fourteen at number Is five. Is that this week? That's this upcoming week. Oh wow! So that game. Um, so much parody in the Big Ten, it hurts. It does, it really does. Um, it, it's like that in a lot of conferences, especially yeah. Pac-12. That yes. happens every year. They always get end up left. And well, and the Big 12. And, and the Big 12. Yep. So, so. Um, anyways, I think Penn State Michigan, man, what happens if Michigan loses? It puts Ohio State back in the driver's seat. If Penn State beats Michigan, Big Ten might miss out. Yeah, because then Michigan could turn around and beat Ohio State, totally. and then neither of them are going to make it, and the West won't make it. And that makes it more interesting. That opens up for um, for the Big 12 or even Washington State if they end up winning the Pac-12 with one loss. Um, so, I don't know. 
I just don't know. It's going to be interesting. I'm, yeah. I'm excited for this weekend because we also have West Virginia and Texas. Uh, West Virginia loses to Texas, then West Virginia definitely doesn't have a chance to make it to the playoff. Um, Georgia, Kentucky, number six. That's another big game. Kentucky, it's a huge game. Kentucky, because if Kentucky wins that game, they might go on to win the East. Yeah, and then they're going to play for the championship game. Uh, then Notre Dame at Northwestern. We talked that could be an intriguing game uh, with the way Northwestern. You don't know who you're going to get. And then you got Bama at LSU. So probably the most, the two biggest games I'm looking forward to on the weekend is Penn State, Michigan, and Bama, LSU. And honestly, probably the Iowa Purdue as well. So on paper, um, I and all the say, other games I just mentioned, on, I'm just excited for this weekend. On paper, this is probably one of the best weeks, at least better than a lot of them have been so far. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from that first week, everybody's excited. There's you know, oh number three's playing number six, and then at the end of the year, neither one of them are ranked or whatever yeah. the case is. But um, there's a lot of big time games this weekend. Yeah, and it could be, and and I hope they're all fun. I hope they're all close. You know, Johnny, you say Georgia's going to beat Kentucky. I I agree, I, with, I agree you. with you 100. Um, but we've seen Georgia come out a little flat. We've seen Fromm have some tough. They games. lost by 20 points. Yeah. So in Kentucky, they want to prove to themselves and Kentucky to the country. Hasn't, yeah, they haven't won very. When basketball, they, they're a basketball school. Everyone in, knows in that. the in the games they have one or the big games they have one. I mean, they they've won 13 to six yeah. or whatever it is. Or lost thirteen. I think they yeah. lost thirteen to six. Was one of their one of their games. Yeah. But either way. But so fun fun weekend coming up. So um, that's all I really got for this week. Just want to remind everyone: ticket giveaway, Nebraska playing in Iowa City at Kinnick Stadium day after Thanksgiving. I believe it's November twenty fifth. Uh, we'll we'll post it at the top of the page. Pin it up there for you guys to see. Um, we need to do the score of the Nebraska Ohio State game. Predict the score. Offensive yards for Nebraska is a tiebreaker. You need to like the like the page. You need to share the post, and you need to tag who you, you would take to the game with you if you win. Um, so those are the three rules. Uh, make sure you get that score in um, before uh, we'll have a cutoff as well. Yeah, I mean the game's at eleven on Saturday. So, so yeah, I mean we need it before the game starts. Get a certain letter. Try to do it by Friday, I'd say. Yeah, I get it in Friday. Um, pay attention to the line. Pay attention to injuries, um, and get your best guess in for the game. Um, as always, go Big Red. Yeah. I guess well, one other thing I would ask is, uh, what do you think about Stilly turning down that red, sh- uh, that black shirt? I don't have a problem. Like, I see both sides of it. Um, I don't want to talk about it too much. Yeah, but. well, I actually put it out there on Twitter. So I I, um, I run the, t- the Two Average Guys Twitter page. So I put it out there. I actually asked um, Adam Carricker and uh, Grant Wistrom and Jason Peter. Jason Peter didn't respond. Um, Carricker agreed with Wistrom. But uh, essentially they said, you know, it's one of those things where – um, they haven't seen it before. So I'm like, have you guys even heard of this happening before with a black shirt being handed no, out? No, because everybody it. everybody wants it. But Wistrom talked about you know, that shows the maturity uh, of the team. It shows that they're holding themselves accountable uh, for what they do on the field. And to me, that's like, man, this this kid, he's a kid, right. is saying, you know what, I have not played up to my potential. He talked about when Jason Peter and Grant Wistrom came to talk to him. He talked about, you know. Everything they talk about, what that black shirt means, and what that means once you put that black jersey on, what that means to the Huskers and to yourself. He goes, I don't feel like I've lived up to that yet. Now I think we might see that this week. I think we'll see. He got a sack. He played pretty well. He played pretty good. He got a sack. Yes, it was against Bethune Cookman, but he did look pretty well. And I think he he has what that black shirt means, and I think he will accept it now. And um, I don't see anything negative about it. I think it shows once again that accountability they are taking what Frost and these coaches are saying very seriously. They're holding themselves accountable for what they do on the field. And if they don't feel they're good enough, I have no problem with the saying, you know what, 
I'm going to hold off. I will accept it when I feel like I have earned it. Right. Um, and Wistrom thought it was very cool um, and interesting. And Adam Carriker, you know, agreed with Wistrom as well, saying, you know, yeah, it's, you're holding yourself accountable. That's a good thing. Yeah, I just thought I'd see what you thought so, about it because yeah. I agree. A lot of guys just trashed him for it, but I just – you're not him. You're, Let, like, and the coaches – got to learn how to say thank you when, the coaches you're, respected when you're rewarded it. for something. Yeah. The coaches respected him for it, and it is what it is. Move on. He's, he's earned it. He's going to take it. I think it just shows – the progress that the positive progress that this program is you know that's the direction that the program's going in absolutely it's so. the way i took it so good deal well we got anything that's else today we guys um we'll throw up the podcast here in a minute um follow follow two average guys on twitter follow our podcast share with friends and family follow uh share with the twitter family as well uh get into that ticket giveaway for the for the iowa nebraska game and um hopefully we'll be able to get someone make someone very very happy when winning those tickets and getting a trip down to kinnick and so getting to see a w hopefully we see a w kinnick that'd be pretty sweet so uh, anyways that's all we got i'm matt i'm jimmy we're two average guys you guys enjoy the rest of your evening yeah. have a good one we'll see you next week go big red <laughs>